podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We ain't finished yet. At the end of the week, and when the end of the week, we gotta be pissed off. We know what we here for. No weapon. No weapon. No weapon. Form against the whole against the your brush shop house. No weapon. No weapon. Form against the whole against the your brush shop house. No weapon. No weapon. Form against the whole against the your brush shop house. Hello and welcome back to episode 88 of the Digital Mix Podcast. You just heard the great voice of Hall of Famer Ray Lewis. As you can tell by the backing music, Ray Lewis's speech, the title, this episode is centered around personal development. But as per usual, a shout out to listeners to the previous week's episode. We were talking politics, the turbulent seven days of Theresa May and the Conservative Party tenure. We're discussing Brexit, how they had to back out from the vote they were going to do, how Theresa May almost got booted out, what the, Europe, um, the European Court was talking about. So it's very important to keep up to date with what's going on in British politics because we don't want to be reacting after the fact, oh, Brexit's fucked up, oh, the NHS thing was a light, yeah, but we need to keep up to date with what's going on. So if you don't want to go through all the different news articles or listen to um, all the people on the, on the TV and all that type of stuff. You can just listen to this Nomics podcast. Me and Yusuf, we break down pretty much everything for the previous seven days. Yusuf goes into detail with regards to all the different courts and different parts of European politics. So it gives you an overall idea and who is who, why they're important. So a lot of information is on that podcast. You can listen to it multiple times. Take your time. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes I listen to podcasts like three or four times because I'm not going to get everything I want to get out of the podcast if it's an information-based podcast on the first listen sometimes, so make sure you check that out. As it pertains to this week, episode 88, I'm joined by the lovely Mariam. We discuss personal development. My listener base is between the ages of 18 and late 30s. We're all young people, yes. You could be young in your 30s. Like, if you look at how old people live for, for being in your 30s, it's still young. Personal development is very, very key to us. We're very much intrigued and in tune. We want to better ourselves, especially the presence of social media and just general finances. And it's a booming industry. So we discussed the industry, what personal development is about, what marrying was about, how it can help us and all that good stuff. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Merry Christmas in advance. Hope you have a good one. Until after Christmas, peace. Hi, it's MXM and listen to the Dysonomics podcast because it's lit. It's lit. It's lit. It's lit. It's lit. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to episode 80-something of the Dishonomics podcast. <coughs> Why are you laughing already? Um, sit there so I can actually see you on my eyesight, unfortunately. Um, Imagine. You have to speak to the mic, by the way. Yeah. Oh dear, okay, cool. It's going to be difficult for you. I keep telling you, you need to be flogged. I'll never be flogged, yeah. You, you I'm actually a grown need to be adult. flogged. I've been flogged for a long time. You need to be flogged <laughs> properly. So... This is going to be a podcast centered around personal development. Wow, my MacBook's trying to move mad. I'm on agent at saying like this. Um, we're going to be talking personal development, but first mm-hmm. I want to introduce my guest, long time coming. What's your name again? Mariam. Mariam, that's such a Nigerian name. Not really, you know. Is the difference between Mariam and Mariam? Yeah, Mariam is Arabic. Mariam is 
I think it's Hebrew or English. I'm not sure, but oh. Marianne My Way is definitely Arabic. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So speaking bare ass called Mariam. Like sort of no. aff name. No. Yes it is. No. Um, Ayo is more of an aff name. Ayo. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Mm. But Mariam is like meant to be like a non European no. name and it's no. still a bit hickey. This reminds me of like old aunties. Okay, continue. <laughs> <It> <laughs> Moving on. It does, doesn't it? All right, cool. Okay, cool. Uh, no respect to the Mariams out there actually. <laughs> All the Mariams I know are very buff though. Okay. Just gonna put that out there. Okay. <laughs> it's a very buff name. Okay. If I, if, I'll, I'll even use rah, I'll even use your picture as the thing so people can decide. You're, I, you're and not I, serious. And I'll put a poll. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah, I'm going to do that actually. Okay, oh cool. So um, who are you, Mariam? So I am a 23 year old woman who lives in Hampshire currently. Um, and I have. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why are you trying to. <laughs> Do you want people to come and scam you? <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know what to... Give all your details like that. I don't know what to, what else to say. Um, yeah, I currently work in talent development um, and I have a personal development agency, which I'm in the middle of rebranding, which will be out in the new year. Okay, cool. Yeah. So how long have you been interested in personal development for? Oh my God. So I did my undergraduate degree in occupational therapy. Um, and then whilst I was doing that, I kind of realised that I didn't want to work for the NHS and I kind of wanted to look at the scope. Why do you want to work for the NHS? I just saw it going into decline. and well, the I, NHS? Going the into NHS decline. going okay. into decline. Because obviously part of that um, degree was spending about 1,000 hours in clinical placement. Mm. So I got to see firsthand what the NHS was actually like. And I was just like, I don't want to be a part of this. Mm. Um, and I want to do a little bit more with the skills that I've learned and got. So then I started to look at the remit of occupational therapy outside of the NHS. And then I saw that um, there was a lot of overlap between OT and life coaching. Okay. Then I started reading into life coaching a lot more. Um, and that was kind of one interest. And then I started reading into kind of life coaching and the world of business. And that led me on to do my master's in occupational psychology. Oh, I didn't even know you did a master's. Well yeah. done. Shout out you. You're, not, you're smarter yes. than you look. As I said, you need to be flogged. That's a good question. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Because so I can think that you're looking at your life. I can think mm, you're like eight out of 10 smart, but then you might be nine out of 10 smart. So will that still not be a compliment? Moving swiftly on. Exactly. That's, what I, that's not what I think there. Just, just having it out there. Okay, so when did you start your um, personal development agency and what was your motivation to start that? So it's... Did gone... anything personal happen? You don't have to share if you don't want to. Mm, I wouldn't say something personal happened per se. I think it's just... I've always strived to be somebody who is bigger than the things that I'm going through. And I have been through a lot. I had quite a turbulent childhood and a lot of life events happened very quickly, very young. And I had to interpret the world from a very mature standpoint quite fast. Mm. Um, and then I realized that this could be anybody who's going through this, who decides that they want to be better and bigger than where they currently are. And if there's a way that I can help those people through the things that I've been through and through mm. the knowledge that I have of psychology and just my love for human understanding human behavior, then I want to be able to help in that sense. Mm. So um, the personal development agency has transformed over the years from starting off as a blog, um, just almost a notepad of just all my thoughts to now wanting something that's a little bit more concrete and yeah. a little bit more... Um, organized that can actually be a place that people come to in order to develop themselves okay that's pretty cool yeah um so you say you're gonna be in the new year so we'll, we'll i'll tell the people then to look out for that yes so please. so what is what what is your definition or how would you explain to the listeners mm -hmm. that are none the wiser mm -hmm. 
what personal development is? Personal development is anything that you invest in, whether that's monetary, that's skills-wise, careers-wise, which basically takes you from where you currently are to where you desire to be. Okay. Yeah. That's a that's a pretty that's a pretty good um pretty good ex- um, explanation. Sorry. So, and what is your thoughts on the self improvement, self development industry? Um, like, do you feel like there's a space for it? Do you feel like it's mm. growing? Do you feel it's contracting? What are your overall thoughts on that? I think it's growing. I think it's really big in the US. We see that all the time with motivational speakers, TED mm. talks, self help books, etc. I think in the UK, it's not really as prominent mm. um, I think in the US I think with the American dream and people understanding that you could do whatever you want to do yeah. that sense of having potential that you can tap into is very normal out there I think here when you speak about personal development or self-development it's almost like okay what is that like mm. it's not really a thing that you hear about like that that much yeah, yeah um, I see quite a lot of motivational speakers from the US mm-hmm. hold on let me mute my work laptop um, I see a lot of motivational speakers in the US there's one that some black guy and he's in fact I'm gonna pull it in this yeah he, when you hear him speak yeah he mm. speaks with such vim <laughs> it, I can't lie or low-key gas you to do stuff yeah. I can't lie you hear what I'm telling you I wanna hang with somebody I don't care what the circumstances I don't care what the situation you putting on your back and you like let's go I don't run with people who count on me to put up 50 points I run with people who put up 50 on their own I put up 50 they put up and we murder you fuck so, look Mike that's why I respect Mike I'm murdering you for example, I think people might have seen like motivational speak speaking, maybe in like if they're in their work team or mm-hmm. definitely people who play sports, you get yeah. people. And that stuff as a person, it never random, but that never really drove me. So that like, when people mm-hmm. when football players were like, Oh, come on boys, start shouting and clapping. Thinking, yeah. Why are you shouting and clapping? Like, <laughs> it's not gonna make me do anything differently. I'm yeah. just looking at you like you're some you need to relax, bro. Oh or like when people in the gym and they'll be like, you know when people like trying to shout at you to lift weights? If you shout out, probably say, Listen, bro, stop shouting my face, innit? <laughs> I think that's just me as a person. Oh but other people can like really like motivate you. And I sometimes I watch NFL speeches. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this madam want. Sometimes I watch NFL speeches, and like you see how pumped up they get by mm-hmm. just speaking. So it's, it's incredible mm-hmm. what the words can do. Absolutely. In terms of the self um, improvement industry, mm-hmm. it's um, valued as a ten billion dollar industry mm-hmm. in the US alone. Yeah. So think of the potential value globally. Um, it's a it's going to be a really big industry, mm-hmm. and it's very relevant. I'll say probably more to our age range than maybe Definitely. the older um, generations. Mm. So, especially there's a lot of with social media, people are maybe are a lot more self conscious, question themselves, and probably have a bigger strive maybe than previous generations to be entrepreneurs or do really big things in general. Mm. So, it kind of helps with people who are anxious that they aren't going to be able to keep up with their peers and stuff like that. Mm. So shout out to Michael who helped me in the research um, personal development is an industry with two distinct markets business to business individual mm-hmm. and business to institution mm-hmm. so what are your thoughts on that so do, do you, would you ever want to get involved in um, coaching businesses absolutely or you- and I think essentially every business is nothing without its people yeah, so 100. the investment that goes into its people is a hundred percent going to be seen as a return on prof- um, return on investment for the business it's never wasted so yeah there's definitely a scope and overlap to go into the organizational side of things but i think first and foremost i always want to keep it on an individual level, level. Mm. yeah because i think the moment an individual starts investing in themselves it's a domino effect into 
it's a domino effect into every other aspect of their lives. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and even when you, because um, I work in finance departments for yeah. like, big companies, you see quite a lot of um, cost expenditure on mm-hmm. L&D, learning development. Mm-hmm. And some of, the coach, some of the courses are like how to be a good manager mm-hmm. or how to present or yeah. speaking courses and all these type of things. Like mm-hmm. a lot of money spent on these things. Yeah. And even the time you look at books, books that come under the self-help um, genre, mm-hmm. their their numbers are up. So mm-hmm. according to the Publishers Association in 2016, the readers of fitness and self-help books pushed non-fiction sales up by 9%, mm-hmm. while revenues from fiction fell by 7%. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing that people are kind of trying to invest more into learning about how to boost themselves, whether it be as a overall person or mm-hmm. even just um, the physical yeah. of human beings. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, your physical shape definitely makes... Um, it's definitely important in terms of your mental state as well. Absolutely. And I think it's not even just fitness. I think it's just down to how you look. The amount of money that people invest in makeup, in hair, mm. in clothes. Wigs. As much as the... Mm-hmm. Shout out to me. I love my wigs. I can't let wigs are amazing. But no, no, yeah, no. It's, this is all part of personal development if yeah. we're really going to come down to it because that is your overall outer appearance. That's the first 100%. thing that someone sees about you. And as much as people say it doesn't matter, it does. Before you open your mouth, your energy, your look speaks for you. Yeah. So in terms of some more um, um, numerical information in terms of personal development industry, so maybe you can chime in on this if you can relate or, or not. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the largest sector of the industry, mm-hmm. um, you're looking at personal trainer centres that offer personal and professional growth tips. Mm-hmm. So that accounts for like 50% of total revenues. So which kind of makes sense. Like most people want to improve themselves. So mm-hmm. that's probably the biggest part. Yeah. Um, what else was there to pick out? So this person called Deepop Chopra, the author, public speaker, Dame mm-hmm. Ra, made $1.3 million through a book and speaking tour and promote one primary technique. Take responsibility for your own actions. Accountability. Yeah, accountability. Certain, a certain group of people kind of struggle with that. We, we did, we, did we really need to go there? We won't talk too much. It's not every day. It's not every day. It's really not every day. It's really not every day. Every day. No days off. But yeah. um, mm-hmm. shout out to them, man. There. Oh, um, God. What else can I think about? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, over $1 billion in revenues and is generated by um, the personal development industry every year. Mm-hmm. It has grown in every year except um, 2008, which had a financial crash, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's even when a 5% drop percent, 5% drop in sales was experienced due to the financial crash. Yep. So it's quite a big and growing sector. So mm-hmm. you've probably, you were probably kind of born and get into it at the right time. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty good for you. Mm-hmm. Um there is quite a big obsession with personal development and why do you think we have such a big obsession with personal development? I think I think it's for a magnitude of reasons, but mm. I think maybe primarily is money. Mm. Um, people, more people are realising nowadays that the more you invest in yourself, the more return on investment you're going to get in terms of whether that be your career, whether that be the way that you can brand yourself, whether that be, I don't know, the way that you can just go about your daily life on a regular if it's improved then as I said earlier it's literally a domino effect into everything else mm. yeah I, I agree with that and um, and one other thing I think we kind of haunted by just competition and expectation yeah and I think I'm not sure about maybe previous generations it seems from my conversations with, with, with elderly people that they're probably a lot more content at certain stages than we are yes and like, I think all of us want to own a house. Yeah. And 
for us to own a house is mad difficult mm-hmm. compared to them mm-hmm. they got own a house put her down three racks back in like in the 90s in the early mm-hmm. 90s you could put three to six thousand pounds and get a house mm-hmm. our that's probably our stamp duty is probably mm-hmm. more than that mm-hmm. so um yeah i do think that we're in a generation where we're very exposed and that is both a positive and a negative thing mm-hmm. positive in the sense that we see what other people are achieving mm-hmm. and how that can also be achieved. Yeah. But I think the mistake that we make and a lot of people make is when we see the achievements of other people, we set that almost as a benchmark without understanding that that's a platform. Yeah. So because this person has achieved X doesn't mean that you also need to achieve X, but it means that you can therefore achieve X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And I think personal development is getting people back into that mindset of being able to achieve mm. rather than being able to just dream and limit yourself at what someone else has attained. Yeah, just you said that, um, 75% of millennials use social media and mm-hmm. that was 2010 so only god yeah. knows how much it is now yeah and everyone that uses um you you see everybody's mm-hmm. i will say everybody's rise and falls but people kind of try to temp, tend to limit their l's like you ain't really gonna show yeah. first thing in the morning sleeping dust in your eyes stay with your <laughs> t-shirt it's all creased up you don't want to post that yeah you're gonna wait till you look good you're gonna try to post it during peak hours you're gonna, you're not gonna say oh, do you know what yeah I think maybe now a lot of people do it a bit more now because people mm. are more comfortable. Mm. But there's a period when people will not say that I am so poor, I have no money. Does it, it's probably getting a bit better now, but mm. people won't want to show like their their flaws as much as they want to do on social media. Yeah, and I think a lot of that comes down to some kind of social anxiety where people must only know the best. And I think because social media is a highlight reel, it's like, mm. it's a very fabricated perspective of the real world. Yes. Nobody has it perfect. Nobody has it every single day of the week where they're, they're, they're top tier and everything is amazing. And I think because that's all we're seeing are the highlights, people think that that is a reflection of what real life really is. So the sleep and dust in their eye, whatever, whatever, they feel like it doesn't count. Mm. But those are the things that are most relatable. And I think the most successful um, motivational speakers and personal development personnel are the people who other people can relate to, the people who are most human. And I think that's something that we we tend to forget, just just being human. Um, So uh, another thing that we can talk about is the fact that uh, we can be spoiled for choice. So... Mm. A lot of the things that we have that are basic needs, whether food, shelter, security, all that type of stuff, mm. a lot of these things are like constantly fulfilled because we live in a society where technology has grown. There's been human rights. Um, a lot of strides have been made where before you were, you weren't, even if maybe if you're black or Irish in certain Western regions, you weren't even allowed to do certain things, especially a woman as well. Mm. So we, as society in a whole, we've advanced. So a lot of our basic needs that we strive for that people used to strive for. I know when you strive for something, you fulfill it. Mm-hmm. You kind of, when you complete it, you kind of have some sense of fulfillment. Mm-hmm. With, if a lot of the the kind of core things of life are almost fulfilled by default, mm-hmm. people can now feel like, okay, cool, what next? So mm-hmm. I think that's quite an interesting, um, interesting perspective because if you probably assess maybe somebody who lives in the Far East or Middle East compared to some in the Western world, we might have like different outlooks on personal development and mm. we might be content at different things. So that's something I want to just dash out there. Go on. I agree. I think as well, though, regardless of culture, there's always a sense of you just wanting to be the best version of yourself. Yeah, 100%. And no matter what it is that you've attained materialistically or throughout your career, it's always a thing of how do you have that ultimate sense of happiness and inner peace within yourself. And I think, as we all know, monetary things and career advances can't always 
bring that inner peace and happiness that you think that they can that mm. comes from a much deeper place and i think yeah the best personal development person i'll know how to touch that place and really allow people to unlock that potential and understanding from themselves yeah definitely um so um hmm. if we look at personal development and we take uh, ladies for example mm-hmm. um it's for my observation aesthetic is quite a big thing we've seen maybe some ladies go to this some may say extreme some may say it's just where society's headed as a technology and it being more accessible now mm-hmm. in terms of like artificially modifying their appearance whether it be facially or body or type of stuff like that mm-hmm. um what advice would you give to people who may have some insecurities with their body whether it be weight or not having um i don't know i don't know assets in to the size or shape yeah, they want or whatever yeah. facially hair whatever mm-hmm. heights what type of stuff um Honestly, I think the first thing I'd say is turn down the noise. I think focusing on, it's really difficult because I feel like right now in the media, there's this certain hype around being super curvaceous, having wide hips, a really small waist mm. and big boobs. If it yes. was, I've, listen, I find, it really, <laughs> I find it really interesting because if the same stereotype was, let's say someone who is, and it has been like this actually before, where someone is super skinny, people then strive to be super skinny even if they know that that's not the healthiest thing for them. Yeah, 100. So I think, first of all, it's about turning down the noise, the outside noise, and really honing in back on yourself. You not having the widest hips or having the smallest waist doesn't mean that you're unattractive. I think it's really about knowing yourself and working with what you have. I'm really tall and I don't have white. Are you? I am. I'm five seven and a half, but more towards five eight. That's not really it tall. It is tall. I'm you're long. Tall, but allow the really. I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg. You're I'm not tall. really tall. You're tall. Anyway, I'm tall. So I'm going to use myself as an example. Yeah. I don't have the widest hips, but the way that I know how to dress my body shape works for me in a way where even if I was stood next to someone who does have really wide hips and one of my girls her body's insane she's Kenyan and she looks beautiful when we're stood together I never feel like um I'm in a sense any lesser if that makes sense because I'm on the street so when you stand next to her what is what? What the streets say? I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> I mean, if we want to go there, we can. They no, love no, no. it. But no, it's the, thing of, it's the thing of when you're able to stand next to someone who you feel has an ideal, quote unquote, body type and not feel a type of way, then you know that you're doing something right. So literally just work with what you have. There's a way, there's different silhouettes of, of dresses and things that you can wear that just make you feel confident in the body that you've already got. Because even if you do get all of those... Um, kind of like artificial amendments done, does that necessarily mean that you're still going to be 100% happy in how mm. you look? Because some you're, you're always going to notice something that you don't like and you're going to continuously go through the cycle of changing and changing and changing until eventually you've got a canvas which you don't even recognise anymore. Which then... Oh, canvas, you know. Mm, yeah, which then leads on to bigger problems. So yeah, literally just work with what you have. Turn down the noise of everyone else outside and enjoy you. Enjoy you. Okay, cool. So um, what about... How would you um, advise somebody dealing with like insecurity? And it could, they could be insecure about anything, but maybe just general insecurity of maybe feeling inadequate mm. or maybe feel like ignored or invisible. Because some people like, they can sometimes feel like they don't matter. Mm. Like they don't stand out in a negative or positive way. Do you know, some people stand out because they could be like maybe a really horrible person or mm. really obnoxious or mm. like 
okay, maybe the appearance is like, I don't want to say a mean word, but just like really buzz. Oh my like God. Yeah, well, maybe oh. like universally, they might seem like that way. So they, yeah. people stand out. And on the flip side, on the positive side, people might stand out because they're really funny or really bubbly or really generous mm-hmm. or maybe really good looking whether mm-hmm. male or female and you know you get people who just like in the middle who just like maybe just a bit more unassuming and just keep themselves to themselves mm. sometimes i speak to these people sometimes they feel like they're almost invisible mm. so how would you um like help somebody who might feel like maybe like they're ignored or insecure etc etc Yeah, so I think what I'd say to someone like that is date yourself. And as cliche and everything as that might sound... Date yourself, girl, you know what I mean? Focus on yourself. You're always focusing on yourselves, you know. Some people are just focusing on yourself merchants and they're not really doing anything to focus on themselves. It's just a little bullcrap. But yeah, um, when I say date yourself, I mean handle yourself how you would handle somebody that you're interested in and I know that being interested in someone may mean different things for different people some people want to get married some people want to whatever anyway that's a different story but yeah I mean have the same patience as you would with someone in it with understanding someone else as you would with yourself and also give yourself the opportunity to experience because you only know yourself based on experiences that you have 100% been through up to date and the things that you say that you would do regarding things that you've never been in, situations that you've never been in are very hypothetical. It's not until you're in it that you can really understand how you'd react. So definitely date yourself, do things alone. It's not sad. It's not pathetic. In fact, it's, a really good way for you to... I think we're seeing more and more people do stuff on their own. Yeah, because it's become a lot more, what should I say, accepted? Because I think we've seen a lot more... Socially accepted, yeah. Socially accepted. We've seen a lot more people do it, so we now think that it's an an okay thing to do. Yeah. Um, And yeah, it's super healthy. You just spend time on your own. Deep reflection is always amazing. And I'm sure that when you get into the world of work or if you're already in it, you know about how important reflection is and kind of thinking about the things that you've done and how you could do them better. Life is exactly the same. If there's a situation that you've been in that you feel like you could have reacted differently to, yes, you can't go back and change it, but you can definitely right now reflect on it and give an opportunity again, behave in a different way. So date yourself, understand yourself, be patient with yourself, be compassionate, don't put an overload of pressure on yourself to be something because you think that that thing is the right thing. The best thing that you can ever be is yourself and the Mm. best version of yourself. So yeah, invest in that, reflect, take time. Okay, so so that's for, okay. So what about people who um, have problems? What's important for people our age? Okay, people um, have problems with um, like meeting people, so some mm-hmm. people are like this is mainly girls because guys, my guys don't oh care about this stuff. God. No, shit, no, I, I'm no. This is real talk. This okay. is not even shade. Yeah, but like, I'm none of my friends have always have come to me like, ah, oh, like I'm struggling to like meet people in that mm-hmm. type of dating aspect. Like, but female female friends have. Mm-hmm. So, what advice would you give to them? I think maybe some people might be afraid to like approach some. You know, might be interested. In, or, like, what's your thoughts on that um, perspective? Like that segment of life. In terms of meeting people, um, yeah, like um, people who are kind of afraid to get themselves out there in terms of like dating and what type of stuff like that. I think it's there needs to be a paradigm shift in your mental. If you're going out with the intention of meeting somebody or kind of going to certain places because you believe that the person that you'd like to meet, you know, your type on paper would be there. You're going about it completely the wrong way. Mm. At the end of the day, you want to meet somebody who's going to be an addition to your life, who is going to be a complementary aspect 
of the life that you already lead. So I think, again, when I say date yourself, naturally, when you're doing things that you're interested in and being in environments that you enjoy and that you thrive on being in, Mm. you are going to attract that type of person towards you because you're going to have naturally common interests. Mm. And I think when it comes to meeting people, one of the most important things is that that relationship is organic. You don't want something that's going to be forced or fake or that's going to feel great for three months and then what six months later some, you're maybe, like, maybe some of you do i mean i can i'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah i think the more you invest in yourself the more you attract the things that are meant to be in your life mm. I, I don't think you can invest in yourself and, and there be any type of negative loss or liability in that sense so i think focus less on meeting people and focus more on doing things that are best for you and I think those other things will naturally come it's not the best advice and I don't really like giving advice I know that sounds really weird but we'll come on to that later you don't like okay I'll come on to that later (laughs) but yeah I would say that one of one of the really good things that you could do is definitely just yeah focus less on meeting people and just do you let let people come to you I agree with that um okay cool the final one I wanted to throw towards you Mm is um so Guys who may not naturally be have have that, that type of alpha, excuse me, male personality, mm-hmm. and they kind of struggle with kind of being a bit more quote unquote masculine. Mm. Um, how would you advise somebody to kind of handle that, accept who they are, but still like kind of thrive in this type of environment? Because obviously, it's still we still live in a society where masculinity is quite. Um, attractive mm. and has this posi- um, positive effects on your evaluation as a person. Mm. So, uh, what would you advise for somebody who's like kind of seeking personal development and and he's of that type of character build? I would definitely say confidence building. Confidence. I think we think of confidence as very brash and um, mm. quite That's true. aggressive and quite assertive, more towards the extreme end than than kind of median. I think confidence building is a really, really big necessity because it means that you're utilizing the traits and characteristics and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Nuances that you have that are very unique to you and capitalizing on them. Mm -hmm. And I think that speaks to anybody. There are a lot of men out there who aren't necessarily alpha males, but have done and attracted huge things to themselves just because of you know, the way that they've been able to capitalise on what's most natural to them. So, yeah, I think confidence building in that sense is is definitely key. And just understanding that what is apparently successful or positive in the eyes of society doesn't necessarily have to be what's positive or successful for you. Yeah, 100. Um, So I wanted to ask you another question, yeah. Mm -hmm. is there like a direct link between mental health and um, personal development? Yes. Yes, 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. Tell us about it then. Well... I'm going to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think mental health, and I'm really happy to see that there are a lot more solutions coming to the forefront now. Um, mental health is usually seen as something that is negative that can then become positive. And I think we focus on um, the the problems 
the the mental health problems, the adverse mental health, more than we focus on positive mental health. And a lot of people have positive mental health traits that they can build and expand on. Um, there's actually a field of psychology called positive psychology, which just focuses on the things that people do very well, that they can then build on to improve the things that they don't do so well. Okay, that's quite interesting, I'll take so I'd say that personal development begins with mental health because, yeah, so a lot of personal development comes from how you perceive the world around you, how you perceive the situations that you're in. And it's a very forward and future focused movement. So if we're going to be looking at things that you have been through or um, situations that you haven't handled so well. It's only ever going to be in the remit of, okay, so what can you do better for when it does come up again? Or what can you do differently currently? So I think mental health is a very, very big and important part of that. But more specifically, it's more about focusing on the positives. And that sounds like such a difficult and easy thing to say. It's not, but you can't, I always say this, if you're gonna look back, you can either look back to stay there or look back to move forward. You can't do mm. both and you can't you can't be in the middle. So you, yeah, definitely. you literally just have to choose one or the other. And personal development is, al- is always about what can you do better? What's gonna happen going forward? What are you going to bring into your future? So yeah, mental health is a huge part of that. And, and, and as a personal development professional, I always say that one of the most important fields of my work is understanding the boundaries. So understanding when somebody does need a bit more mental health help in terms of counselling or therapy and being able to, to to provide that help and being able to kind of advise them on who to go for that because it's not everybody who is ready for personal development. If you're currently in a place where you need more therapeutic type of help, then you need to deal with that first, deal with the trauma first and then deal with how you're going to move on from that. No, oh, okay, definitely. That's quite interesting. It's um, interesting uh, um, how personal development and mental health have kind of risen to the forefront mm-hmm. of some of our more, I'm not sure if the word health or just general human topic of discussions. Mm-hmm. Um, what else I want to ask you? So, where do you see personal development going in the future? I think it's going to continue to grow. I think. Getting better, getting better, getting better, getting better. 100% all the time. I think it's going to shift more from... Because I think at the moment, um, personal development, the money side of things or the more well-known side of things is executive. So it's mm, more organisational yeah. and more about careers. I think we're going to definitely see a huge um, kind of paradigm shift more to individual level. Um, and I think... We're probably going to see a bit more of it in schools. And I'd really like to see that because I think the school curriculum doesn't have as much content when it comes to life skills mm. and personal development and yeah, reflection. And I think we're going to definitely see some more of that because I think we're all seeing how important it is, especially at a younger level. If you can start building yourself into getting into that routine of of considering your personal development on a more individual level, then you're more likely to carry that out into later years. So yeah, I think we're definitely gonna see that change there. Yeah, um, so it'll be quite interesting to see how the industry does in terms of adapting to the changes in the economy, mm-hmm. especially with technology as well. Yes. So I wonder how personal development is gonna marry up with technology, maybe able to speak to somebody face to face over 
an app with mm-hmm. most of our phones have cameras mm-hmm. and then maybe people like you be able to like talk to people from the comfort of your own realm what's it they call they call them webinars and all them jokes there I mean I do understand that technology comes with a lot of positives but I think personal development nothing beats that face to face contact mm. and I think because of the nature of the work that's involved in it mm. it does need a, a very high amount of interpersonal relation and as much as technology can work really well and it's very instant and things work very clearly in terms of sound and being mm. able to see the person that you're talking to it's just not the same as being that face to face with someone and actually feeling their presence in the same atmosphere yeah, as definitely. you so as much as obviously you want to keep up with the latest advances in technology, I don't think you can ever take away from the quality of just one-to-one interpersonal contact. Definitely. And I personally would always like to ensure that I'm doing as much as of that as possible. Yeah, definitely. But in terms of it being scalable, of, yeah. that's, that's the... That's, that's the, the, the... Yeah. But of course, yeah, you you always want to speak to somebody, able to assess their body language, see them in yeah. person, all that type yeah. of stuff there. Yeah. All right, cool. So... Mm, I think that's pretty much about it, really. Um, where can we find you? Do you write? Do you what do you what do you even do, bro? Like, <laughs> so I work. Um, of course, yeah. you work. Well, I hope so. I do work. Yeah, but yeah. In regards to the personal development agency, uh, the website is up. Well, will be up the beginning of next year um you can find us on twitter at we are tpda and instagram at we are tpda and on those you'll find quotes and stats and videos or whatever motivational and just to get you thinking differently and then on the website um www.thepersonaldevelopmentagency.co.uk i know it's long but yeah um there's a blog on there and then also kind of like a process map of exactly how the agency works and then also on contact us page. So what was it again? PTDA what? TPDA. So the Personal Development Agency. Okay, well, I'm gonna ask you what that meant, but you definitely just said it just now. <laughs> right, cool. And um, have you have you written any like blogs and like so? What was you, have you got any blogs that people can read that might help them? Yeah, there's a blog on the actual website. website that I contribute to quite a lot. I do have some people that contribute onto that as well from their own um, experiences. And then I also write just if people come to me and they're like, oh, I'd love. To to get a piece from you about mm. personal development and the related subjects then I definitely write for that as well okay cool well thank you very much for joining this podcast thank uh, you for having me yeah so you've I'll put the links to find Maram and T say my name again Maram what Maram Mawam say my name properly please Mario or Mariam 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 you can find Malwam. Um, I'll put all the links in the description. Um, it's very important to kind of get on your own personal development agency. Agency, not the personal development um, path. Definitely invest in yourself because if you can invest in all types of higgy hacker stuff, like nights out, that might be investing yourself in a very weird way, but definitely try mm. to invest in yourself and your own personal health. More consciously. More consciously. Yeah. But yeah, um, please follow me on spotify so if you use spotify you can catch my podcast on there just search dissonomics also of course i'm still on apple Podcasts as well as um, google Podcasts and soundcloud you could follow me on there whichever one whichever digital streaming platform is relevant to you and also recommend me to your friends they may find me interesting they may hate they may hate me but there's only one way to find out quick question for you actually go on quick make it quick okay so what, what huh I'm joking. I said, make it quick. That's what I'm joking. But go on. Oh. Um, what kind of personal development things have you invested in in 2018? In the old personal development phase? Yeah. Personal. Um, I buy books mm-hmm. that I don't read. 
because <laughs> I'm not very, I'm not much of a good reader. Mm-hmm. Um, I have looked into research into how to improve my public speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, what else have I done? Oh, oh, I was researching to trying to get better sleep, but it worked for a bit and I just kind of failed on the tail end on yeah. 2018. But we we go again in 2018. Um, 2019, you mean? 2019. <laughs> Um, and that's about it, you know. Yeah, I might have to hold myself accountable. Um, in terms of like, in terms of the things that I've done, in terms of self improvement, it's more kind of improving my life and my actual more individual self self. So, right. Yeah. So. But it it does tie in hand in hand. Yeah, but I probably I probably need to put. Yeah, it's true. I need to even put more into my own self. Quite ironic. I did a podcast. I even think of my own self. Matting. Anyway. <laughs> now you have. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, damn, damn Daniel. But yeah, definitely the sleep thing is one of my main things. Mm-hmm. Sleep. And probably try and work on my lack of patience. That might help. Mm-hmm. Whatever. No comment. Yeah, no comment. I'll, I'll edit your comment out anyway. So. But anyway, yeah. Ma- Mawam, thank you for joining. And oh, God. people, <laughs> until next week, peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.